1: Take Kai, tell me about one of your favorite songs that we haven't talked about yet.
0: One is, I wrote it with Verlin Thompson. Uh, that was when I was, was with Almo uh, Irving. And and it's called Cross My Broken Heart and Susie Bogus Cut It. That was a number one for her. It was really, it was just one of my favorite songs. There's a TV show that uh, Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis did called Moonlighting. And I was watching it one night and one of them said, yeah, cross my broken heart. And I, ding, 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 songwriter, songwriter, you know, it's like, actually that reminded me of being in a movie theater when uh, Tom Cruise said you had me at hello or whatever that line was. I was in the theater and, in Nashville and it was like, I heard all this rustling and I thought, yeah, yeah, that's all the songwriters getting their pens out, you know, to, <laughs> to write down the title. But anyway where titles come from. But anyway, I just wanted to say that I love that song. And why
1: do you like that song so much?
0: Oh, it was fun. It was fun to write. I loved writing with Merlin. It's really fun to sing. I actually sing it myself and then really, really love singing it. I just like it. It feels like a complete song.
1: That was one you knew it was done really easily, huh?
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: You didn't have to rewrite that one. That one flowed smoothly, huh? And then Susie cut it and it went to number one.
0: Yeah. I think it was on the Aces record. I'm not sure the name of that record.
1: You've worked with so many different people. Obviously, you know, Dennis Morgan was this like sort of launch pad, but then these other people like writing this song for Susie, did you know it was going to be for Susie or was it just, you know, cross my broken heart. I just saw it on Moonlighting. Bruce Willis said this to Sybil Shepherd. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I was just writing with Merlin. You know, we'd been writing a few songs and I went in the office And just, I said, you know, I think this would be really cool. And and he, again, is a great guitar player and great singer, too. We wrote a few good songs. And I was writing with Vince Gill some about that time. And we wrote um, something he had on his RCA album called Losing Your Love. Um, Losing Your Love, it's slipping away minute by minute, day by day. That one, too. But he can sing you know, the phone book and make it a hit. He's,
1: he's ridiculous. He's so good. So how does this song get to Susie? One of your pitch people?
0: Uh, You know, it could have been Verlin and they may have been friends or something. I can't remember how successful she was at that time, but she clearly was, was doing well.
1: The right voice for the right song. Boy, sometimes that's what it takes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And she sings it like a bird. So yeah,
1: you know, she's obviously a successful woman in the industry. You broke some of the barriers in some respects as a woman writer in the seventies, in the late seventies in the industry. Tell me any like unusual stories of being a woman at any of these like ceremonies or
0: <laughs> Yeah. CMA gave started giving this was the first time they gave a triple play award and that was for I think if you had three or more songs on the chart at the same time, something like that. And, you know, it's so different these days. It's like people people are writing like, you know, multiple times a day with different people and they're they're just writing so much more and so much, you know, and, and it's, it, you know, it was just not that fast of pace back then. So they started this Triple Play Award and, you know, I looked around and it's like I was getting an award and I was the only woman in the room except for photographers or whoever and uh Tammy Wynette so good company so I'm standing around and afterwards and there, are you know different people coming up doing interviews and taking pictures and whatever a whole lot going on and this photographer comes over and and I'm holding the award and, and he said um so whose award are you holding <laughs>
1: My own, (laughs) the triple play award for having three songs in the
0: charts. And you can't, you can't. You want to take my picture now? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But you know, you can't blame him. There just weren't that many of us back then.
1: So it was kind of a systemic bias that you broke, but you didn't. You, you, I think you told me you didn't feel
0: a lot of overt prejudice. I wasn't noticing it. It, I was. I was just doing my thing. Just. Being me, I was just happy. I was just happy to be a little family. Go into the office, right? Do whatever you know. It was just perfect for me, and I didn't. I didn't really notice what all was going on around me or not.
1: Well, we thank you for breaking the barriers.
0: Even though I didn't know I was doing it. Oh yeah, one other thing. So Sylvia and Barbara obviously were cutting our songs, and Barbara got the opportunity to do. It was a week or two weeks. Might have been two weeks in Las Vegas. That was her first Las Vegas gig. That's how Wayne Newton actually came into the picture because it was at the frontier and it had, I don't know, it had something to do with him. But she asked Sylvia and me to go with her and her band in buses to Las Vegas and sing Background. That was just a ball. That was so much fun. So Sylvia and I wore tuxes and, you know, we're, so, hey, I've played Las Vegas. Well,
1: that's impressive. I did not know that. It was little... And
0: it was really cool because so many of the songs were, I knew them.
1: Because you wrote them.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, she, Barbara, here's another thing about Barbara, you know, she, she's that way. Everybody even knows that about her, but it's really authentic she's so giving. She's so, she doesn't have to be the star. You know what I mean? She's so, you know, she'd stand up there every night and, you know, and say, yeah, and Kai wrote this and that and, you know, and and Sylvia, you know, she's a beautiful singer herself and she's, you know, it was just family. I mean, it really, really felt like family back then. Just good times. Just looking back, it was just easy and slow and just the way I like it.
1: So you were at the Frontier casino?
0: Yeah, I don't think that's there anymore. In the daytime, I went horseback riding. I I took a cab out to some horse place and ranch and went horseback riding out in the countryside in the desert. Did you grow up riding horses? Mm, No. No, it was one of those stories where, you know, you don't know any better than to turn the horse back toward the barn. And then it's like, "Uh uh-oh, hold on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Once they start, (laughs) those trail horses, once they start Going home, they know they're going home.
0: Yeah, but I did always like it.
1: So you're not a cowgirl. No, I'm not a cowgirl. And you haven't written a lot of western songs like that about cowgirls and cowboys.
0: No, and actually, it's kind of interesting that you know, Dennison. I really did, without thinking about it, we just were who we are, and that kind of shifted Barbara's direction too, because she was she was doing a lot more country-sounding records before us.
1: Uh, you took her in a pop direction. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was perfect because I think that probably helped them get interested in her as for a TV show, too, the variety show. That was more pop and, you know, everything just worked out.